We watch a movie, maybe read a book, or look at some kind of art. And we talk about it together and say lots of interesting things, and one of those things is our favorite parts. This is Favorite Parts with Allison and... Matt. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Favorite Parts. Today, I've invited a very special guest host, my one and only brother, Matt Store, is here. Matt, say hi to everyone. Hi, everyone. He's making his podcast debut. It's an exciting day for the fam. Um, and we're going to be talking about the movie Hustle, starring Adam Sandler, starring and produced by Adam Sandler. Uh, we're going to get into the movie a little bit, but I wanted to explain why Matt is the perfect co-host for this episode. Three reasons that Matt, that I picked Matt, the first one, Matt, we grew up listening to Well, you to whittled lot. it down to three, I hope. Matt, so three. <laughs> That's true. I, I started with... it was a much longer... I could talk okay. to my brother about virtually okay. anything. It's so true. But these are the main, you know, I we're limited okay. in our time format. Um, the okay. first one is... A lot of Adam Sandler in our house growing up, going all the way back to his 1993 debut, They're All Gonna Laugh at You mm. album. <laughs> I was like, we were really young. 93? I'm pretty sure I Googled it earlier and I was like, how old were we when we were listening to this? <laughs> There's no way that either mom, dad, or our lovely stepmother, Tracy, had any idea what was on that CD. <laughs> There's no way that they so true. had ever listened to it. Right. Well, it does look, if you look at the, yeah, it was released in 1993. If you look at the cover, it just looks like, you know, kind of like generic comedy <laughs> album. Mm -hmm. No clear idea. But yeah, we really uh, pulled a vast one on that. But Maybe you didn't. Did you buy it in 1993? Because you would have been what, no, nine. There's no way. We we were definitely in England when I purchased it. Okay, so that would have been at, at least, least like 90, 94, probably 94, 95. Okay, okay. But so you were I'm like 11. Sure there was a parental. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there was a parental advisory. But if I remember correctly, the CD shop in town that we could go to uh -huh. by walking or biking did but not care. You could just buy whatever yeah. CD you Long wanted. Long live the so UK, baby. <laughs> You gotta love them. They don't care if you they have the care. money. You well, can that is an, also a very you want. the parental parental warning is a very like American thing that I could see a lot of Europeans being like, whatever. Uh, well, <laughs> um, I mean, they also let me buy Rage Against the Machine and Smashing Pumpkins. So that's right, Matt. Ahead of his time, I gotta say, in a lot of uh, his musical choices, I was <laughs> I was heavily involved in Blur and Oasis while you were listening to Rage and Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Adam Sandler, that I can hear on repeat still. They're all going to laugh at you. They're all going to laugh at you <laughs> from that CD. <laughs> I feel like there was a time in both of our lives where like we spoke heavily in Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore quotes. Like I believe it taught you how to shampoo and condition your hair uh, <laughs> from, <laughs> from Billy Who Madison, if I remember correctly. <laughs> I did have a hard time learning about conditioner, but that's another story for another day. Um, and and we were like kind of raised on Saturday Night Live. I feel like, which is yeah, it's a it's a tough one because I feel like I'm aging out of the people I work with, and when referenced at work, uh, <laughs> it usually falls flat. Like uh, there's a guy Carl on the call call the other day. Oh no, excuse me, Eric. 
And I was like, okay. Eric is a bad, bad man. And no one got it or appreciated. Or when uh, so the Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, all that is definitely like our generation. Right. And it is. the younger generation, I don't feel like has taken it on. Yeah, that seems very true. It is an easy, easy way to identify yourself as a older <laughs> millennial. <laughs> Are millennial. we millennials? We are technically Xennials, which is a micro generation in between generation uh, X and millennial, not to be confused with generation Z, which we are by no means a part of. Um, Xennial spelled with an X, just to be clear. Mm -hmm. Just like our parents' generations, they weren't baby boomers or whatever came after that. They were in betweeners too. So that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. micro gen, micro gen. but yeah, it's a way to easily identify yourself. But anyway, so I feel like Adam Sandler, he feels in many ways like someone we know, like it's a very familiar actor who I have seen many of his movies, not all of them. Some of them seem very dumb, quite frankly. Did you see all those, like <laughs> the ones where it's like him and David Spade and like they go on vacation together? It's a uh, grown up. I've seen grown it. Ups. Uh, it is a classic flip to mm. your board Saturday afternoon mm. you you cruise by for a couple scenes okay they're not they're not great um, right not great cinema but he makes a lot of no. money creating them a lot of money so lot. he's doing something right <laughs> right <laughs> someone's um, watching him so yeah that's true millions of people are watching them um all right so Adam Sandler first reason you're the best candidate second sports movies you are not only a sports fan, but also a sports movie fan. I mean, I feel like this was sort of like, when I think about where we got our values from <laughs> growing up, <laughs> I feel like they were mostly Rudy. communicated. Rudy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like every, all parts of Rudy is like, was, That's right. uh, yeah, where we got our, our main mottos to live by. Yeah, I feel, I yeah. mean. Rudy, what what else? It was like we were constantly watching sports movies, I feel like. Um, I think Rudy, all the Rockies. So if oh, you remember yes. growing up, I would rent Rocky Four and you would rent The Sound of Music, which sums <laughs> us up both perfectly. Um, that was a huge first couple. Rudy, the program, which again, looking back, yeah. came out in 1994, <laughs> I think. So I don't know why that was appropriate. I remember watching yeah. that at sleepovers like so mom or dad had to rent that for us so oh like when when other people were sleeping over at our house y'all were watching the so we were probably the house that was right the they'll do anything at that house <laughs> um the program blue chips which actually is very comparable to this movie i don't even know if you've seen that i haven't seen but that had penny hardaway shaquille o'neal and mm. a couple others with nick nolte as the head coach oh. but it was running a college program okay uh, that sounds the, kind of familiar. This movie, to me, reminds me of Blue Chips, but it's done much better. Hmm. Um, okay. But no Penny, which has a soft spot in our heart. Yes, um, we do love Penny from our time in Memphis. Yeah, and then, and then you know, even Dad and I went and saw Any Given Sunday together one Father's Day. <laughs> and I was a either junior or senior in high school. And well, when there was a naked scene, he still covered my eyes. Yes. So. He did the same thing Half to me when we went to see Legends of the Fall. So <laughs> he put his hand up over my eyes. 
<sighs> that probably wasn't a joke though. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm uncomfortable sitting next to you watching. <laughs> um, okay. And then the last reason is because you are a person who is familiar with Philadelphia, but it does not have the same, <laughs> the same, you do not have the same like unqualified and unflinching love for Philadelphia that I do. I think it's partially because I was born here and you were born in Atlanta. That's my theory. Mm-hmm. But you mm-hmm. were also raised by a Philadelphia mother who like, mm-hmm. I feel like was just constantly talking about how great Philly was. Rocky was a big part of our childhood, but I was interested to or, see because Rocky Four also one, one is the best one. No, I said, or anyone who came from Philly constantly reminded that that person right. came from Philly, no right. matter yeah. whatever walk up. I say this all the time. Like every time there was a song on, they're from Philly. They're from, <laughs> his dad's from Philly. All in <laughs> You know they're from Philly, right? Um, yeah, boys to men. Boys to men. Remember, mom had the boys to men CD. I feel like she was probably one of the few like <laughs> suburban white ladies, suburbanized like, in Atlanta. <laughs> the first buyer <laughs> of the boys to men CD. Yeah, probably not their uh, target audience. <laughs> yeah, probably, probably not. But she played, she played the heck out of that album. So I, because Philly, because this is set in Philly and it plays a pretty big role in the movie, I was interested to hear what you think, because I know that my uh, critical eye is not always as honed when it comes to Philadelphia. Um, All right, so let's get into the movie. So just a brief recap of the film. It is basically the story of an NBA scout who has these dreams of being um, a coach for the Sixers. And he goes, he goes through all these tribulations, but basically finds a promising young guy on a trip to Spain and kind of stakes his whole career on this guy, making it into the NBA. Adam Sandler plays the NBA scout. Um, the main, the, the other main character, Bo Cruz is played by Juancho Hernan Gomez. And the other sort of main character is, uh, Adam Sandler's wife in the movie Queen, who's played by Queen Latifah. So that's the film in a nutshell. It's on Netflix if you'd like to see it. First question, did you like the film, Matt? I loved it. Uh, I thought it was loved great. It. Uh, I thought it was feel good. And if you like sports movies, you have to see it. Uh, mm. I'd like that it wasn't too heavy. It looked like a few different moments could go a little, little mm. dark. Where I feel like most movies nowadays would take it. Okay. And uh, what was like some of the backstory? So I was glad it like kept her? it a little bit. Yeah, the backstory with the Adam Sandler hand, and right. I thought maybe we were going to go down a dark path, more like the Ben Affleck uh, drinking coach movie that mm. came out recently. I haven't seen that one yet. I was like, oh, I can't too. do another heavy one. Um, right. But no, I liked it. It's got great montage in it. Very good. It's got some good wink, wink, nudge, nudge jokes at Philly, which is nice. (laughs) Uh, And then it's got like, you know, legends and current uh, NBA players. So if you like NBA or sports in general, it's a great film. It does feel like a movie that was made for NBA fans specifically, because as someone who like watches the Sixers sometimes, I was like, I, there are a lot of famous people in this movie, but I couldn't name all of the different stars in there. You know, mm-hmm. I knew the Sixers guys who were in there, but yeah, it was pretty cool to see so many, so many, it felt like the NBA had like given it its stamp of approval almost uh, in the making of this movie. Um, I also, 
I liked the movie, but I will say I went in because this was filmed in Philadelphia. And like when it was filming here, everyone was talking about it all the time. It was like, mm. Adam Sandler's going to be here. Adam Sandler gave a big tip at this restaurant. Adam Sandler's going to be there. So it felt like a lot of buildup. And then it came out and everyone was like, it's so great. It's so great. It's so great. I thought it was good. I thought that I enjoyed it. It was fun. It was, I was talking to one of my other friends whose name happens to be Matt. And he was talking about how he also grew up watching sports movies. And he felt like there hasn't been that many sports movies. And this feels like it like really filled that gap. Yeah. Yeah. Recently it's been more documentaries that have come out with sports. Those are great. You know, Netflix has a lot. They're right. great, but that's true. The like other the last dance part, like was the last big sports thing. That well, the last dance, but then you have last chance you oh, right, hear right, right. all of those kind of things that have come out true, or it's just true. a straight documentary. Right. But what I also liked about it, and I think any washed up athlete will identify with, uh, especially men, because we're delusional. You just felt like, yeah, I had that. If a scout had just believed in me too and found <laughs> me and worked with me, I too could have been in there. That is so funny. <laughs> I at no point felt that way while watching See? the movie. I feel like some of the guys out there will appreciate that and identify uh, with if yeah. only the right scout That's had just funny. could have found them and plucked them out of, Obscurity. in our case, suburbia. Yeah, <laughs> right. Then we That's would have been funny. just fine. That's hilarious. It is interesting also because the director, Jeremiah Zagger, it has mm-hmm. done documentaries before this point. So it kind of has mm-hmm. a li- like it feels a little bit like a documentary in the way that it's filmed, um, which I think is maybe I wonder if that has to do with what you're saying. It's like most of the sports stuff that we watch now is kind of is more documentary based. And Jeremiah Zagger, I should say, has a weird Philadelphia. Well, he grew up in Philly. And his dad is the artist who did like the mosaic, you know, the mosaics all on South Street. Is that why they had all the different uh, murals shots in the movie? Yeah. I think that's part of it. Like, I think that Jeremiah is probably like very familiar with Philly and like where to shoot. It was cool. The Inquirer put together uh, like a map of all the different places where they shot in Philly. And they were all like legit. Like it wasn't just like the typical Passangino's that I think mm-hmm. people from out of, outside of Philadelphia think about. Um, but yeah, it was, I didn't know that his, like, I know that name, Isaiah Zagger from the murals and the magic gardens in Philly, but I didn't know his son was a filmmaker. So that was kind of interesting. It did feel like it was made by somebody who knew the city. Although yeah. one pet peeve in the, one of the early scenes, <laughs> the owner, Rex, talks about watching Adam Sandler's character while he was playing for Temple and it was a game and he says it's against St. Joe. And I don't know if you heard, because the th- you and I watched this with mom and I don't know if you remember being, remember hearing mom being like, St. Joe, it's St. Joe's. <laughs> like <laughs> an immediate rejection. <laughs> Wrong. Yeah. Yeah. But otherwise it felt like a, a movie that was like very familiar with Philadelphia, which was pretty good. Um, I will say that they do have very funny commentary about Philadelphia sports fans, like saying they're the best in the world. Actually, they're the worst. And that's what makes them the best. And the line, luckily, Philadelphia sports fans are calm, reasonable people was. (laughs) I also appreciated there was no wedged in Philly lingo. Mm. Like, um, Like what was it? Um, Yeah, like in the 
in the Rocky movie, the Creed movie, when they kept saying John like all the time. Oh, and right. Was like, oh, okay, it's we get it. In Philly. Yeah. yeah. So there was none of that, which was That's appreciated. True. That's true. Um, Adam Sandler's character does say yo a few times, which I thought was reflective of his Philadelphia roots. Um, I think the thing that that would have made it, I think this, I figured out the thing that would have made it better. And it was the writing was not that good. Like mm. it could I thought have... you were gonna say Wawa. <laughs> <We needed laughs> Some sort more of Wawa. Wawa. <laughs> yeah. There's one thing there that was this a lot of things needs. you could see coming a mile away. Yeah, like you predicted, like, oh, that's why I gave him the phone back. And that like the plot, the the plot was not there were some things about the plot that kind of annoyed me. Like, I think the fact that he becomes an assistant coach very early in the movie. And it's kind of before you understand that that's what he has wanted to be his, his mm-hmm. whole life. Right. Mm-hmm. So you, so it felt kind of like it, it was clearly a big moment, but it felt like you couldn't understand how big it was at the time as the audience. Cause you just knew him as a scout and you didn't know that he was miserable as a scout and wanted to be a coach the whole time. Right. Um, I felt like I kind of just wanted more like character development. Like I wanted to know more about, um, Stanley and Teresa's relationship. Like I like the little story about them meeting on the bus back to temple mm-hmm. or whatever, but I wanted to know more about like what their lives looked like a little bit because they are not a, not the couple you might predict. I like them together. You did not. I did. Well, I think the reason I didn't like them together is it just felt like Queen Latifah and Adam Sandler. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like it didn't, yeah. see, it was like, oh yeah, I know both of these people and they are right. not married. And, they- <laughs> um, and then I think from the writing, it just, it didn't, in terms of the character development with the, uh, on the road and him being a scout and not enjoying it, I think they were trying to show that through the eating, the fast right, food. The everywhere. fast food, yeah. But I know plenty of people that do that and love that. So right. I was like, oh, he's just a slob. Right. And he loves eating fast food. Uh, yeah. But that doesn't mean he's miserable. Right. Um, there were also so I didn't of, quite. Yeah, I agree. I felt like maybe they thought we would assume he was miserable, but I was like, oh, they're just showing his life. I didn't really think. They're I showing think, him in hotels eating yeah, fast food. Yeah, fancy hotel. I know. There's definitely Sounds like a great day there, for me. <laughs> I what thought maybe because he was in such foreign countries, like he was nervous to eat the food. Yeah. At first. That part. Yeah. I was like, oh, so he's like resistant to trying other cultures because they do have him talking yeah. to Queen Latifah and she's like, why yep. don't you try any? Um, yeah. So I thought maybe that's what uh, the main character was going to help him do with experience uh, a new culture, but it didn't. Yeah. It never went anywhere. It. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah. There were also a lot of fat jokes in there. And I was like, Adam Sandler is not fat. <laughs> No, well, they <laughs> like yeah, maybe because he's supposed to, to I him. guess, used to be very fit because he's supposed to be a basketball player, a former basketball player. Like maybe he used to be skinny and. Uh, I could see that. I know guys who were Division One athletes who now reference themselves as fat, who are not fat. I see, but they're much bigger than they were. But that right. wasn't made clear either, though. Right, right, right. It wasn't like you're not the not the man you used to be. Um, yeah. Uh, one other thing that annoyed me about the plot was that the fact that in the end, he becomes an assistant coach again, kind of had nothing to do with what he did with Bo Cruz, right? It was like the son screwed up. And so the daughter was like, I want to bring you back on. 
I guess you could make an right. argument like if he hadn't been working with Bo, like she wouldn't feel that way. But it felt like, I don't know, it might have happened anyway. I don't know. It For didn't me, really I would explain how like that just came out of nowhere. Right. Yeah. It felt there like no oh, they needed something for right. Yeah. Yeah, and we didn't really get to see the son take his licking, which would have been satisfying. No, and which would have been enjoyable. <laughs> right, because he, and, I will say, yeah. he did a good job of playing an asshole. Like, I did not like that guy at all. He it was a very good, like, pretentious, yeah. uh, entitled son of a sports owner. And a decent quitting scene by Adam Sandler. That's true. I will say, to me, the acting was very good. <laughs> What'd you say? Yeah. Well, I always enjoy good quitting. It wasn't Jerry <laughs> Maguire I quit. quitting, but it was up there. <laughs> um, I thought the, the basketball players, the main character. Yeah. Bo Cruz, um, Hernan Gomez. Yeah. He, or I guess he goes by Juan, as you've discovered. He was quite good. Like he was very, you, I like cared about what happened to him while I was watching. Right. And Anthony Edwards, the sort of the villain, he was I guess. Very that, good. Was right. great. The like trash talking rookie. Yeah, he was very mm-hmm. good. I was like, man, this guy is really a jerk. <laughs> yeah. Which I think Anthony Edwards in real life is actually a really nice guy from what I've heard. So that's but, funny yeah, that he could play. I would so believe well. that. I was looking through Adam Sandler's Instagram and he had like the picture of Hustle, you know, posted mm-hmm. as one of his Instagram posts. Mm-hmm. And it's him sitting on a bench and he tagged Anthony Edwards as him in the photo, which I thought was mm-hmm. funny. <laughs> I was like, they must have like a funny relationship with each other. Um, but yeah, I will say the players uh, were surprisingly good, especially, yeah, Juan. Like, that's a hard performance for someone who's not a trained actor. What I thought was probably what made it enjoyable as a sports movie fan was that the basketball was good. Mm. Now, granted, they had NBA players. Right. <laughs> but that doesn't always mean it's going to be good. Uh, there was nothing that stood out to me, which there are some really bad examples in sports movies. There was no hiccups in like the game of like, oh, oh right. we're, like, this we're down here. And then all of a sudden they're down there. Like Team Wolf style where they show the same clip 15 <laughs> times uh, of Michael J. Fox making a layup or whatever. Um, oh, and there was no random celebrations that didn't make sense in the right. middle. You know. That's so true. I thought the basketball being so good makes mm. it like some like of the writing things okay. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you're like, well, at least the basketball is really good. The basketball was good and fun to watch. I also liked watching Adam Sandler like commentate when they were playing. Yeah. It felt- I feel like he could have like a Manning cast kind of book for basketball. Mm-hmm. Like he would be good um, if he was allowed to trash talk the NBA right. players while they were playing. <laughs> <laughs> that was enjoyable him trying to get into his head Juan's head to make sure that he was, was funny. focused I think was one of the more enjoyable parts because yeah also it reminded me of our dad coaching us and I feel like he let would have done you. similar tactics let me tell you to to I, saw, <laughs> I saw part of an interview with Adam Sandler and he said he was channeling his dad's coaching style and because I thought I also had the same I was like I thought it's kind of the same although I feel like Adam was like yeah but then my dad knew like okay my kid's about to have a breakdown I need to back up a little bit and I was like "Mm, I think like maybe our can we can we share to put in context uh, a dad basketball story (laughs) from when we were you have a good one Uh, so just so everyone knows to set the scene (laughs) our dad coached both of us and like Mm -hmm. I must have been like eight right 
Yeah. Seven I or think eight. I was a little older. I feel like I was like 11 right. or 12 when he coached me. Yeah. And you had to try out, you had to try out and do like a skills assessment where they, then they would do a draft, uh, the coaches, but you oh would get a gosh, rating. I forgot about this. Um, this was like YMCA and, rec league basketball yeah. in like Memphis, Tennessee, right? It was in Bartlett, yeah. right? And our dad tried to get us to throw the skills evaluation so we would have a lower <laughs> rating I so he could get better this. players on the team. Uh, and then that way he wouldn't have to waste like however it works, the points or whatever. Right. There's that one. And then he was I the forgot only about coach. the draft throwing, but we didn't do it. And when he was your head coach, he was the only one running a full court press. <laughs> and All game, uh, every he game. would also only yell at you, which I That's thought was correct. hilarious. That is correct. So if he was mad any, at another yeah, player or they weren't hustling, <laughs> it would just be, Allison, who are you? <laughs> I just remember being like so sweaty and upset at the end of every game. <laughs> like, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm also It didn't like, help that uh, everyone else on your team that he picked was extremely fast. Yeah. Like, they were, the and I am team. not. <laughs> And so I have many things like, oh, in my life. So <laughs> <laughs> oh man, just like so. constantly yelled at for a 45 minute basketball game. So yeah, I feel like yeah. the whole like maybe back it up a little <laughs> when your kid's about to have a yeah. breakdown <laughs> was the only difference. <laughs> but yeah, right. him like him when he was like muttering to himself, Adam Sandler when he's muttering to himself on the sidelines did remind me of dad a little bit for sure. Yeah. Um Okay, any other big thoughts before we move on to our favorite part? All right, no. Matt, what was your favorite part of Hustle? So it's a, it was a toss-up, but I think I've, the it was between, the first one I thought of was the montage, the training montage. The montage was Obviously, back crazy. to my Rocky days, yeah, any I montage is always okay with me. In any the movie, movie needs of a any montage. kind. Um, but... I think due to our mother's love of all things Philly and Dr. J being mm. talked about as like the coolest guy ever to exist in the history of the world, <laughs> the street ball scene with Dr. J and then cool. that's how they're getting the attention of everyone. I think that was my kind of my favorite scene yeah. and run there. That was a good one. Great one. Love the good, the good doctor. Um, all right. For me, it was also hard. There were a lot of parts I like. One of them was watching Adam Sandler trash talk uh, <laughs> Bo Cruz because he's just so good at it. Um, but I think, and this also reminded me of our dad. There's a lot, mm -hmm. he's got a lot of like motivational lines in this movie, mm -hmm. which I personally enjoyed. My favorite is one that I feel like I per, like tell people who are you know, like when people are just starting to run or something or just start and mm -hmm. you're like comparing yourself to other people, it, Adam Sandler said, it's you against you. And mm -hmm. I feel like that's one where I'm, I'm always like, run your own race. Like just do your, you're only competing with yourself. So I enjoyed that catchphrase, but there were a few other ones that are now on like sweatshirts for purchase. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like I'm the best guy out there when he was like, you have to believe that you're the best guy out, out on the court. And one that has taken off, I feel like among sports players is obsession is going to beat talent every time, which I feel like people who are really into sports will just latch onto. It's a very Kobe mentality. Yeah. But yeah. But it's you against you, he says throughout the movie. And I do feel like that's 
I don't know. I, I, it, it resonated with me. Coming from a person who's always in their own head, that really <laughs> resonated with me. <laughs> uh, well, it's easy no, to compare I, I yourself to other people. You yeah. Can't, you can't do it. You can't do it. I will say one other thing I thought about this movie is it is a good sports movie, but I feel like the one thing that would have made it more enjoyable or the one thing that I like about other sports movies is the team aspect which like this mm. is very focused on one particular player. So you kind of miss that like Mighty Ducks, you know, <clears throat> whole team triumphing feeling. Yeah. Um, and somebody said it was kind of like uh, Jerry Maguire meets. Yeah. Some sports I movie, I can't remember. But because it's a lot about like the business of basketball and like Adam Sandler's yeah. time, almost kind of like, He's a producer on the movie and also kind of a producer. It's kind of like uh, Jerry Maguire and Draft Day because Draft Day was the NFL mm -hmm. one and had a lot of NFL people. Okay. And it's modern, but yeah, I the I think I completely agree with missing sort of that team aspect. But mm -hmm. I like the I think what pushed it over the edge was there's something about the coach believing in the player even mm -hmm. maybe before the player does. Yeah. That just says that the old heartstrings. Yeah, you know, it's like it's oh, true. That's cool. I mean, he really, yeah. yeah, he like staked his whole livelihood on the player without and, and telling, Queen right? Without <laughs> telling Queen Latifah or the player, which I thought was the right thing Weird. to do. No, well, he should have yeah. told his wife. He should have told his wife, but not telling Bo. I feel like because if he told Bo, I feel like it would have created yeah. too much pressure, and like, yeah, mm -hmm. he would have felt guilty. Um, but yeah, why that's do you a think they didn't go one. with a Spanish name? <laughs> Bo, probably why it's easier to say. I think Bo could be short for like a Spanish name, maybe. I don't know. Uh -oh. I think they just said wanted something that was easy to say, quite frankly. <laughs> I mean, we're in America. <laughs> <laughs> Bo, I know Bo. Um, <laughs> uh, all right, any final thoughts? I think we did it. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. This was great. So much fun. Hustle, available on Netflix. Uh, for my next ep, I'm going to have my friend Layla on, and we're going to be talking about Fire Island, which is now available on Hulu. Um, get excited. Thanks again for coming on, Matt. Thanks, Al. See you next week.